0: Welcome back to Backroom Cornwalls. I'm your host, Lisa F.R.M. Daddy Waddy Pod, aka Shoot Your Shot. And maybe you might get a chance to call me Daddy Night Cairo. The sweet song of the week is First, first Person sweets by J. Cole and Breezy Drake, Breezy Drake. And I also wanted to talk about the, the song i really glad I was listening to Secret Recipe yesterday and I think also it's also a great song by Little, Little Yadi and J. Cole. And I felt like I got a, a different a different feel from how you know, Leadi approaches his his verses from that song alone and it, it just gave me an idea which maybe the boy is growing on. You know? So I just wanted to say that, you know, before we got on, get on with the business of the day. So on this week's episode we are talking about the Palestine and the the Israel War, you know, um because of the 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 comments that have been passed by a lot of people on social media, I think maybe it's time that we cover that as well. You know, um, first off, I wanted to talk about you know the the call to action for DJ Khaled. You know, DJ Khaled was 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 being dragged for for being Palestinian and not saying anything about what's going on in Palestine, and. On all honesty, I don't think that he has to say anything about the ongoing war between Palestine and and Israel, you know. So, this has been, for sure, for people who just caught on the news now, this has been an ongoing war from 1948 and it's been going on ever since, you know. And do you think, like, DJ Kenneth should be making comments about what's going on? As far as like the Palestine war, the Israel-Palestine war, do you think it should be because he's a celebrity, he has influence, he has, you know, resource, you know, do you think he should be making those comments and you know about what whatever that's going on? And I also wanted to to, to touch on to touch base with what uh, Vladimir Putin had to say about the the war that's going on and his involvement in the war and you know mainstream media to it as well and the first first world countries involvement basically i think for sure when i look at i'll just go right on to it i think you know when i got the chance to look at this and i don't know and i i'm grateful for you guys to give me a platform to to kind of voice my opinion on what's currently going on with the war and you know from someone that comes from an angle of not knowing what has been going on in the war i looked at uh three factors three factors that factored in or like three factors that factored in on how i perceive or what i think about you know what cold war is you know i think when you and this is me backing the reason before i think this is a part of like another same concept of cold war but in different place type of situation you know i looked at what mainstream media is pushing on all the social media platform i looked at the the other side which is russia putin i looked at the united states standpoint with what's going on and in my mind if you know anything about cold war if be it be the 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 hiroshima hiroshima nagasaki bombing which which happened in the 9th of august 1945 if you know anything about that and the us's involvement you know on testing nuclear nuclear hits you know there was a bomb even called big boy you know when they signed the peace treaty you know so there's a reason why you know uh these nuclear weapons are not being used anymore. It's because i think they signed the peace treaty P3 to not use those nuclear weapons, but the first places where those weapons were were tested uh, was Nagasaki and Hiroshima in August, August ninth, nineteen forty-five. That's when they tested those bombing. And look at looking at the the place now, you can't even see that you know going uh, This The place is being developed, and let they, me just. Throw this at it let, let me throw this in in what I'm saying is that when nuclear weapons are being used in animals so it was said by scientists by the way it's not something that I'm, I'm actually making it up so it's not something that I'm making up so it was said by scientists that any place that gets hit by any nuclear hit that place can never give life or you cannot play you cannot grow we cannot grow vegetation or cultivate anything in that land, given that the chemicals that are being used to make those nuclear weapons, right? So, but then today, it's a different story because if you look at, if you look at uh, Japan then and you look at it now, it's a different story because those people developed, developed I don't know if it's chemicals that helped them to 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 fertilize the soil, to regrow plants in that, you know, and make it more, more, what's the word? I forgot the word, but now you can plant and grow heat and can grow plants as you wish in that land, the very same land that scientists said, then you can't grow anything. Now they can do something and they actually done something with that land, which was bombed in 1945 if I'm not mistaken, 1945 if I'm not mistaken and another classic example I could say the Cuban Missile which happened in 1962 October the very same month that we are in it it actually happened for like two weeks where the the Soviet Union set up camp at the Cuba Cuban Missile so they set up camp in Cuba to you know to have the first attack on the United States being you know a part of the the, the superpowers that are amongst the three superpowers the the two superpowers you know uh they set up camp in cuba to targeting this the the strike and what i've read about that it said the position them positioning themselves in the borders of the united states gave gave them an upper hand as far as situ- places like the united states places like uh philadelphia places if i'm not mistaken i don't remember what the third place was they were not gonna get any warnings given the speed of the the, the vessel or the missile they would never get any warnings or even the 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 third place that i forgot to mention was, Desin, was denzel washington the third place is um was washington dc so yeah that's the third place that i wanted to mention so if you look look at that as well that's one of those three places or a sad place when we speak about the effects of Cold War. So the fourth the fourth place that I want to mention is the, the Vietnam War. If you want to talk about the Vietnam War as well, we can also look at the, the media, mainstream media and everything that was happening at that time. So this is what I've read. So obviously, the United States, the mainstream media was streaming all the side effects of the. And by the way, this Vietnam went, won the war against you know a first world country, uh, one of the superpowers in like this Cold War thing, which is the United States. They won against them, and they won from a public standpoint and a political standpoint. And this is why I say that. So there were articles that were published, and there were strikes or like, what do you, do you call I don't know what you call them in the States where marches, you call them marches yes, so you call them marches so there were marches all around the United States saying the military the US military should pull out of the war and these are some of the reasons why that happened these are some of the reasons that people wanted the United States to pull back so, you know, kids were being pulled into the military so they can be trained to be you know, shipped to Vietnam, you know in hopes to win over Vietnam. But, you know, I think because Vietnam also had home ground advantage, as much as the United States had uh, all the, the machinery or the weapons to kill, and but then Vietnam at the time was a jungle. So like there were, you know, strategies that were being implemented or tactics, war tactics that were being implemented. And because that's Vietnam, it's easier for them to blend in with the locals. and. Strategies, tactics as I spoke about before, tactics such as guerrilla weapons were being implemented. If you know anything about uh the Vietnam War, you'd know that guerrilla tactics that were, were being implemented and everything that was being implemented to make sure that Vietnam war won. Because they never really had the, the resource or the machinery, the weapons to really fight them, you know, head on. Hence they won, you know, hence they won that war because they used the 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 jungles as you know a battlefield so they can, you know, kill those people, though they they as military soldiers. I think that that's another thing that I wanted to factor in. And I don't know if media then mainstream media was biased at that point. I don't know anything about that. I haven't read anything. But one thing I know for sure about mainstream media is that if they do want to set an agenda the third UN agenda, you know, and if they want to drive a narrative, they'll drive a narrative. So, in that sense, the narrative was working for the general public, you know, that's why they won. They won the war. The Vietnamese won the war in the United States with the people, of course, the local in the United States, because people were marching for the the US to pull out the war. So they won in that sense, and they even won at home because, you know, soldiers, US soldiers were being defeated, eaten every day. for so the fact that they didn't know who's the local and who's not the no local of the place, that was also another factor into whether as to why US was in need of more soldiers in the war. I thought that was interesting to highlight. You know, uh, coming back to to the Palestine war, the reason I looked at it, I did mention earlier on when I spoke about if this is a part of the Cold War effects. I looked at three facts into this, and I was like, "Oh, what? What's the mainstream media standpoint? Or what is mainstream media? What's the the narrative being driven by the mainstream media? What is actually going on? Because there's also people, with individuals that are, you know, posting side contents on the side. You know what I mean? What is that saying? And again, you look at the U.S.'s involvement, which is a superpower." And you look at the 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 Soviets, which is Russia now. You look at their standpoint. And I looked at the clip, which was released about twelve days ago. It was released twelve days ago. Putin was saying a very it was saying a statement about what's going on with the the harams killing, you know, Palestine people, you know, and. It was about, let me just give you the accurate figures. It was 1,200 people that were killed. And two of those people were believed to be Russian people. So going into the public and Putin's mindset, I think going into the media, he understood that U.S. has always used known how to use mainstream media to work on its advantage. And he knows that Putin, this is Putin, he knows the pool that he has in the media in general, you know, independent media, you know, that he has. Putin you know so I think one reason I could think of that why Putin was very insensitive because you know there's two Russian people you'd expect the president of the country to say something about the people that passed on you know in that in that place which is which is which were I don't know what what the, 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 the land is but they were killed by Haram people you know you'd hope that the president of the country would say something about them, you know. And Putin came in into that press briefing, you know, he was clear about what he wanted to say. Never said anything about the two people that passed on, you know. And a lot of you people or people, you people, it's oh, that's very insensitive. Like, a lot of the people in the comment section were saying, why is Putin so insensitive or, you know, and there's a lot of that and I think knowing that you know there's two Russians and you know I think he knows what he stands to lose and what he stands to gain and what those two people being dead brought an advantage in it I think it's a calculated move for him to be saying that and I'm like well I think he might have said what he said but also be Insensitive sensitive or be sensitive to the effect that there's two Russian people, that there is a president, is it, you know, what you should do? Or what is believed that should be, you know, like I think there was something to highlight from this, you know, and I think again, when I was looking at the standpoint of media and everything, nothing is being said first and foremost, nothing is being said by the United, uh, about the United States, but you know, a lot of like the, the, the media giants of this world, are uh, being in like the United States. If you Google what's happening now, you'll find that anything that comes out of social media regarding the 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 war that's ongoing in in Palestine, in Palestine. What's the name of the place? Levant. The war that's going on in Levant. You'd find that CNN is covering those news. Uh, uh, CNN is covering those news. N W N. No, it's I N. I don't know what it stands for. But you'd find that the first page of that, it's mainstream media. It's the big heads, you know what I mean? So, and those big heads are in the United States. And when you look at that, the people that start to benefit and the shareholders of that. And I think to, to, to just to, to bring to light the shareholders of your, your media houses, such as CNN or WN, people like BlackRock are part of that. You know? BlackRock owns 90-something 90, 90 percent of companies in the world. They own shares, you know, in the stock exchange, I think. They own majority of the shares in those. And they, they're the biggest uh, asset management firm in the world. That's BlackRock, you know. Um I think the second one is Vanguard. Vanguard is also the second. It's, it, also do, it also does... Uh, asset management for like your rich people companies, stock, you know, those bigger companies, they also do that same. I think same individuals that own uh BlackRock, they also own Vanguard. So those two parties are involved when they own like majority of the stakes in all these companies. that are mainstream companies and they are mid-giants and what they do. And always a you know Owners are looking to make profit, and the way to make profit is a, is by driving a narrative that, that benefits, you know, their country, which is the United States, you know, and, and if you get to look at the, the opportunities that United States stands to gain, if, you know, the party wins, that they, have, they are rooting for wins, you look at the days they, they stand to gain then you start to understand that this is more political than it is about the two countries of the, the two countries that are involved you know so someone wants to find you know okay someone wants to find i think when we come back after the break because we need to go to the break now so uh when we come back after the break i'll tell you a bit of a story about uh, regarding someone who told me something about the cold War. i'm not big in history but i don't know for sure like a little like bits and pieces about everything and what's going that what's ongoing at the moment you know what i mean so i'll share my perspective on that when we come back so i'm your host to suffer am let's meet after the break cheers Welcome back to bedroom Convos. I'm your host, the sucker M Daddy Whitey Pod, aka your Shot, and maybe you might get a chance to call me Daddy like Caro. And the song of the day is by Drake and J. Cole called First Person Shooter. And when we were doing that, the, the song selection thingy I also listened to Secret Recipe, which is also by Little Yadi and J. Cole one. Well. And it had me thinking, for those of you who listened to the first segment, you had me you Know giving comments as to why I think Jekyll is on fire at this point, and I'm one of the people that's so excited about the album that's coming out the fall off. If you didn't know that, he's working on that as well. I think the verses he's been releasing, lately, they're, they're fire. It's, if you, you don't know some of the verses that I'm talking about, if you listen to First Person shooter featuring Jekyll. Featuring Jayco, his Drake, as well as part of the All My Dogs album, Drake's album. If you listen to Secret Recipe by Little Yadi, which was a single that was released featuring the man himself, Jayco, and if you listen to All, All My Lives, which featured uh, Lil Dag on his album, I'm not sure what that album is called, but if you also listen to that, and that's also like a uh, commercialized, commercial, it's a commercial song. So, you do know that. So, if you know those three songs that I just mentioned, for sure the man that's being featured on there and has been killing those features, Janko. You listen unto on, on like the, the annotations that he's been or the syllables, or he's there, is present. I'm really bag and I'm so fascinated. And even the summer walk song, that audio, audio hearts he did, also was big on TikTok as well. So, I just said like I'm just putting it out there. I just love the J Cole that's working with artists more. At this for sure, I did like the the, the Forest Hill Drive. I did like for uh, for Your Eyes Only. The up the two albums the two albums were really nice. I enjoyed those, you know. And just to see the trajectory of his uh, his growth, going all collaboration, it, it kind of makes me think what really should expect from Jayco for sure I can tell now it's like more bars and bars and last year we had him release the song with Bia, Uh with Bia, the song The London you know we we had him awful he was spitting but I didn't really feel the tone but I, I just thought that uh, I should put that I went off topic I know I just thought I should add that to that to say I'm one of the people that's uh, very excited about the, the album that's coming which is the fall of. And for those people who who bought the Amy's album, what are you thinking about the song? What what which song are you enjoying? So we can you know listen to it and hopefully maybe have one of those songs as you know the song of the day for the next segment. You know what I mean? Let us know what you, you think about Paradise Two Amy's. And I had when I was listening to the album as well. She was teasing Mesh Beach, which is crazy because Mesh Beach has been one of the people that made a lot of releases work. And I just don't, I just thought maybe that it's trash that this is actually, you know, these mesh beats on, on the album. But, you know, it is what it is. Let us know what you think on the comment section. What you think of the album. What's your take on what's going on currently on the Palestine-Israel conflict. So let us know, you know, what you think. And before I went on to the break, uh, I did say I was going to tell you a story, you know. Uh, I think I was in, was it, in 2011, I was talking taught a guy, gentleman, he's, he's well one, I think, so the history, history teacher, and, you know, he did say, you see, the moment you see parties, two parties involved, you just know, you must know that that war is more political than what you see, because you can see, what I mean by that is that you can see, see the ongoing conflict between the israelis and the palestinians the conflict what's going on he says if you can peel down behind that and you see you see this bigger parties involved your first all country is the the people that want to run it then, you know you look at russia they're involved Putin's involvement. you look at the united states the cnn you know and i think the united states has always been big in like driving the narrative raising media because that's the greatest weapon to drive, you know, or, you know, drive the narratives to change people's perception about everything that's going on in and around their lives. I think they've always been big on that and Putin has never really said much but now, you know, I think the the moment this people knew about Putin and what that he does as president is when there's Ukraine Oh, even the Ukraine thing is also a part of you know, damn, going at each other. It's still cold because they haven't really faced one another. Battlefield, That's what. That's why it's been called a uh, cold war because a cold war. I think this is how I define what a cold war is. A cold war is the superpower countries, which, United States and Russia, using their fears of interest to fight their battles. You know, you look at the Ukraine war. You know, you look at the Ukraine war. Uh, the United States was trying the Ukraine to get to Russia. It the same strategy that Russia implemented with the Cuban Missile. The United States tried with the Ukraine penetration, but it didn't work because it wasn't really retaliated. But people don't understand, while well mainstream because people don't understand the severity of, you know, politic, politic, politics, politics, in whatever that's happening people don't understand it and for the few people that understand though too like there's more going on than what people are seen on TV or health it's because mainstream media driven by the company that are U.S. called media giants or night it's strange. and they have you know they have an audience that people you know they have brand oils because people listen to CNN and they only get the right side, which is, which, you know, which pushes the, the US narrative that the US is, yo, made America create again, it that pushes that narrative that, you know, Russia is the bad side, you know, Russia is the bad, it's doing this to Ukraine, everybody stand with Ukraine, you know. This US has always been bent on that, you know what I mean? And I think when Putin started acting out, seeing what's happening, what's happening as far as, like, Ukraine is moving there and, you know, trying to push the narrative of penetrating countries that are closer, you know. Russia. Ukraine is closer to Russia, so Russia didn't like that. That's why what happened happened. And they couldn't be a part of the the means to do, they couldn't, a part of the means they, they couldn't sign there. Cause, you know, whatever happened, happened. But, you know, that's my stance on that, And that's how I defy I don't know if anybody got my definition of what called all means, but let's just hope. So, but if you didn't, you know, if you don't agree with my definition of what, you know, the war in mind is still big do. let us know in the comment section or simplify, you know, give us your opinion on how you think about the war. And if you really think that I'm talking church, because I don't think I do, but it is what it is. Um so yeah that's my perspective i think the book of the day has to go to 48 Laws of power by robert greedy a lot of people been reading that doing to empower yourself i think that book is very necessary to read go out there read the book let us know what you think of the book on the comment section i think let do let us know again you know i think this is a broader topic and given that you guys given me an opportunity to actually indulge myself with my limited knowledge as to what's going on between the israel Palin style slicks i think let us know what you think is the route to bring in someone who's an aspect someone who's on the ground you know in levant who should you know if you think we should have them on the podcast do let us know i appreciate you for listening some of the day was first person shooter by joko Book of the Day: to the of Power by Robert Greene. Let's meet tomorrow on another exciting segment. I'm your host, yourself, M, Daddy, the Four M, body pod Pot, a.k.a. CJ Short. And maybe you might get a chance to call me Daddy like Cairo. Let's meet you on the next one. Cheers.